0: Welcome to episode 12 of your Missing the Point podcast, where we discuss the weird, the wonderful, and the downright bizarre aspects of life, as we have conversations with people from all over the world. Today, I'm joined by one third of the OBDM podcast, an anarchist capitalist, political analyst, and self-proclaimed Juicer King. Let us welcome Juicy Joe, aka Flaverton, the one and only job OBDM. Ladies and gentlemen, bake this man a fucking cake. <laughs>
1: wow you actually put up something there you like wrote it or i don't know what's going on that's great thanks <laughs> no worries mate
0: so i've been listening political to... analyst. i don't well, know I well i think you've got your finger on the pulse pretty well when it comes to geopolitics and american politics in general um i think i get all my news from obdm of what's happening in the states because it filters Uh-oh. out all the bullshit and makes it fun and there's a lot of it, <laughs> it sure is So I started listening to you guys at the start of COVID and your show really with Mike has a really great dynamic. You've got Mike that brings in the paranormal conspiracy fun type of stuff that goes about outlandish and wild. Got Cratchit, who's like a walking encyclopedia of knowledge. That guy just seems to know everything and everything. Um, And you yourself, like I said, you've got this uncanny ability to strip down all the crap, all the things that are going on in the States and, Put it into palatable bite-sized chunks for listeners.
1: Well, thanks. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's one of those things where I blame Mike. He's the one who got me red-pilled for the most part because I was sort of NPC normie to the point where I was buying into all the climate change shit. And, I, you know, Osama bin Laden did 9-11. And if you were to question it, like, how dare you and everything. And then I got to a point where I got also disappointed and sad because I was like, well, shit, they've been lying about everything because that's what you kind of have to do. Like at a certain point, you're like, so if they lied about this and they must have and and then you start to put it all together and it's super sad. And then you kind of have to like laugh about it and go like, well, what made them do this? And the more that you realize, like, no, I can see it from their perspective, They're evil, sadistic fucks, (laughs) and they really don't they don't think like you and I. And so boiling it down has become easier and easier over the years, as long as you put yourself in their shoes, which is like, look, they just want to drink baby blood and rule the world. <laughs> like, this is not a hard thing. Like, if they, if they have to kill a few thousand people in the process, that's like collateral damage. They don't even see it as damage. That's just like Tuesday.
0: No, I just want the simple life, Joey. We can't just interrupt their way of life. Come on.
1: That's right. Oh, How God. dare you, you know, like, try <laughs> not to be invaded. Exactly
0: so I thought we could get you on today and remove the filter a little bit I know sometimes Mike has to rein you in at times but I think if you had the opportunity to just unleash and say whatever the hell you wanted like this is my show, just go for it get into whatever you want to
1: well I don't really feel like Mike um he like it was way worse when I was drinking all the time you know, and then when Clown Baby and I were on the show, and and Mike was drinking, and he was drinking, and I was drinking, <laughs> so it sounds like you found us after a lot of that stuff had kind of worked itself out. Um, these days, I don't think Mike really stops me, and I feel like I've been kind of a dick to Mike just because I like poo poo all of his paranormal stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's, uh, I mean, that's just. Hopefully, he sees it as just I'm goofing on him because he can goof on me, and <laughs> and it doesn't bother me.
0: Well, it's a balancing act anyway. And like how he's helped you become a little bit red-pilled or or completely red-pilled. You're helping him really critically think about the paranormal type of things as well and not just take everything as gospel, which I think is good.
1: Well, and it wouldn't be any fun either if I didn't have the like it's not like I want to rule it out entirely. It's take this last stuff specifically with the balloons and everything lately. It's like there. it's not like they all of a sudden decided to be honest about you know, unidentified aerial, you know, UAPs or UFOs or whatever they're going to call them this, you know, month or year. Like, it's not like they just decided to do that. Like, none of it gets out. Like, even Mike was saying it. It's like they didn't talk about what was happening with this train derailment in Ohio, which for people who don't know, it's like it was a place called East Palestine in Ohio. Is literally under like this mushroom cloud of shit that the Norfolk Southern, the company who owns the train tracks or not the train tracks, but the train was like, well, we can't get any more trains through unless we get rid of all these trains that are crashed on the tracks. Well, what do we do? I don't know. Blow them up. (laughs) Blew the whole damn thing up. You know, and like nobody's talking about it and they can just make that happen. They, you know, they can just decide that. So the alien thing and the balloon thing and all that other stuff, it's like, this is not because this is a general interest. This is because they want us to know and they can, that's how anybody comes across anything, which is why the current thing everybody should be skeptical of. But unfortunately, we live in a world where, like, if you aren't for the current thing, you're like, you know, the white blood cells are coming after you <laughs> because you are the, some sort of a damaged, you know, you're the carcinogen in the body when you don't go for the current thing.
0: That's a good way to put it better than MPC's white blood cells. I like it. It's I've even noticed the balloon thing. It's even happening with the, the train derailments that people are pointing out. I think there has been five within the last week in the States and everyone's saying, Oh, it's a, it's a controlled thing. They're trying to destroy all their farmland. Very well could be, but at the same time, the train infrastructure in America is pretty goddamn shit. And derailments do happen. And in numbers that are actually more than
1: what we're seeing, you just don't hear about it normally. True. Yeah, the numbers uh, did look, I did see a bunch of those posted. And it, it, there's something interesting about it where it does seem to be a lot more chemically related crashes. And so I don't know if there's any, you know, nefarious activity in that, but there was some footage that people had recorded of trains navigating along the tracks in that area and you know I live right next to railroad tracks I've lived next to railroad tracks my entire life so this is kind of one of those things where it's like I kind of get the heebie-jeebies but the railroad tracks by me it's like smooth and you can see it and everything's fine but they had this footage of the trains coming down the tracks in that area And it was like they were wobbling. It was almost like, you know, it was like clearly the tracks were not aligned and the railroad ties were probably rotted. And there was a lot going on that, you know, it's like going over a bumpy road. Like you have to slow down. Otherwise, you're going to tear your axles off. And so you I don't even know if you could fault the Norfolk Southern or the trains. I think the railroads are owned by the government. But. Same as like sidewalks outside of a building in the city. It is in the interest of the building and the people who own the building to keep the sidewalks clean. So there's sort of a partnership there. Um, at any rate, somebody dropped the ball. And for a while, they were just gonna not going to say anything until enough people started saying like, there's like a problem here, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, really like they were they were totally fine to not mention it.
0: Well, if had the balloons up in the air, they had all the
1: distraction they needed. It's they did. I think well, even- that was I think think about it. What What was happening is that you'd see more talking about that. We blew up the pipeline, which is an act of war. That would be a big deal. And then uh, all the all the sort of things that come out of that, which is like, what's the motive? Whose side is the United States really on? Should Germany should Europe trust us? you know, why would they want to prolong this war? Like, what is really going on here? Like, that's a whole thing. Then you have all these classified documents that, you know, became a huge pain in the ass. You got the Hunter Biden thing. You've got all of the new investigations happening. You know, there's a lot to want to not pay attention to. So all of this superficial shit that is total, you know, this is just red meat for idiots, you know, especially in the United States where like they can literally be told from one day to the next, like, Everyone who was anti-big pharma five years ago worships at their heels right now and will, you know, completely bludgeon you to death if you question vaccines or pharmaceutical, you know, technology in general. That's you know, it's psychotic.
0: It's the um, it's brainwashing to the end to the degree that you you can't unsee. Like you said, they were completely polar opposites at one point. And these are the types of people that own health food stores and would never eat GMO foods, but they're very quickly to make themselves GMO beings at the same time.
1: Isn't that wild?
0: It's crazy, right? And they're still like
1: that. A lot of them are going to be like these vegan tofu, foo-foo. Not that they're, I mean, I love health food. I'm a very healthy type person, but I haven't, you know, changed my position. I've been against big pharma. I avoid putting anything in my body. I don't even try to take aspirin or Tylenol. Like, i it it's really beyond me i don't understand it
0: it's the two-week news cycle's got a really big piece to play in all of this where they can throw you a story for two weeks straight and it becomes the the social consciousness that everyone cares about and they quickly pivot like it was um yeah george floyd then ukraine and then everything else and the filter changes in facebook that go along with it kind of prove who's who's a a white blood cell as you put it
1: yeah do they do that in australia
0: yeah big time we've got at the moment only two of our states are considered right wing and everyone else is a socialist a socialist left and so
1: is our prime minister for the country not even an exaggeration like not not even exaggeration yeah yeah oh and isn't that scary because you know it's true socialism true communism it's never been tried but i you know what really bugs me is I mean, I, th- I think about the example of free health care, you know, it's first of all, it's never free, someone's paying for it. But then you look at the people who in the United States, for example, a lot of the people who want free health care are, you know, 100 pounds plus overweight, they smoke cigarettes, they eat garbage, you know, and then for those of us who take care of ourselves, you know, it's like, of course, you want it for free, you know, and then like people who want their retirement for free you if you listen to the show what was it, last show or a show or two ago where we have like these kids who are in their 20s who are like well why should i have to work for the rest of my life and it's like well i don't know how do you think you got where we are now there's electricity like try to you know like make one pencil like ha- make a pencil on your own right don't pay anybody for it how did we get here at all how could you just get to show up You know, that's where, and that's to me, my biggest problem with socialism. I mean, I don't know where you stand on it, but it is, it's it's the most entitled fucking thing on earth. It is. I've moved into the, I was a
0: traditional voter uh, right wing and I've pivoted to being full blown anarchist at this point, but you're right. These people, they want a free ride, but they're conflating, not wanting to work with living more self-sufficiently. Like if you could produce your own food and produce enough of your own energy, you don't have to work as much. They just don't want to
1: work at all, period. They want someone (laughs) else to do it for them. Yeah. Well, and I always say on the show, and I 100% would support it, and I think any good socialists in the vein of a Jimmy Dore type person um, would, would agree that it's like, just give me the space to put my socialism together and do not corrupt it, because that's the problem is that you might have the best of intentions and an, an ability to distribute wealth in a way that was socialized that everybody can agree upon the problem is, is that these places become infiltrated by bad actors you know so it's not like NIH you know was National Institute of Health in the United States it's not like it was necessarily bad or bad intentioned but you get a guy like fauci in there who can you know secretly glob on to these patents, you know, and then glob on and the, like approve the drugs that he's connected to and then start to profit and hide actual cures in the interest of his own profit making and and become under the influence. And then it's a whole different system. And so for me it's like okay, we'll just give the whole like make the land acquirable through whatever means that is, right? So it's like homesteading or you purchase tracts of lands like maybe that's the only thing that's capitalist is you buy the land and no one gets to tell you what to do with it. So you buy 20 acres and you do a socialist society and the group next to you buys 20 acres and they do a capitalist society. You know, that's not to say that you guys can't trade or interact in some way, but at least you have your own little microcosm to experiment with. problem is, is that socialists don't want anyone who produces their own material wealth or you know productivity they don't want them to have that because if they have it and they don't and the socialists don't have it then that means they must be cheating somehow (laughs) you know and that it's foundationally that's how socialism works is that there's only one pie and it can only be sliced so many times before that pie is gone they don't go oh there's enough ingredients to keep making pies until the end of our you know until we're all dead but that's the reality It's like everyone can make pies and we could slice them a thousand ways from Sunday to them. It's like, no, there's only one pie. And if you have, you know, two slices, then I want at least half of one, you know, and it's, it's just it's it's childish.
0: And they always seem to have this idea of a victimhood mentality where if someone else is producing more or doing better than them in any capacity, they're a bad person. They must be exploiting someone and someone's a victim because of it.
1: Yeah. Well, that kid that we were talking about on that show, he was like, he, he said that uh, how privileged do you have to be to want to travel and, you know, think that you can retire? It's like, well, I don't know that I, I wouldn't have said privileged, like, but you could tell by the language they choose. It's like, you're privileged. And I would imagine that if you get to a point where you feel like you can retire, you do feel like it's a privilege. And if I ever get to a point where I get to retire, I'll feel privileged that I got to do it. But if you could, you know, bet your ass, I'm not going to stop. Well, I I work all the fucking time. Like I for two years, I didn't take a vacation because I was pretty much unemployed, you know, and I feel like I haven't had a proper vacation ever since I got back into the workforce. And you better believe I'm going to feel privileged when I retire. This kid already wants to retire. He hasn't even worked. Yeah, it's well, it's not even <laughs> privileged It's taking pride in your work and your achievements, isn't it? I mean, I, I don't know how you could get through life without that. You know what I mean? Like if I didn't go through a day where I didn't feel like I accomplished something, like what's the point?
0: Yeah, absolutely. If you're just floating through your life as a bag of meat otherwise. So this is where the- I mean, uh, I don't- Sorry, go this ahead. is where the, um, the, I think the social Marxism has really hit hard in western countries all over the world in general right but we're seeing it really big in the states from the democrats in particular that you've got this completely different idea and different ideology of of people trying to coexist in the same space as other people but they don't want to coexist it's their way or the highway how did we get to this point do you think how did this social marxism just suddenly take off in the past 10
1: 20 years It's bizarre because like I said, and and you can see it at every level, like the, all right, I'll let you do your socialist thing over here. If you let us do our capitalist thing over here and we won't bother you, you know, but that's not enough. They have to come for that. And then it's like, okay, well, we're going to dominate Twitter and shut down every voice that doesn't agree. We're going to shut down everybody on YouTube who doesn't agree. We're going to take over all the social platforms, Facebook, you name it. And then you go and start a gab or a parlor or something like that. And it's like, that's a right-wing racist, blah, blah, blah. And then they shut you down. They take AWS and they shut you down. It's like, so, okay, so you're not going to allow us to speak our mind. And then even with college campus speeches, you could have socialists and all kinds of crazy morons all day talking about how there's a thousand genders and I don't know what a woman is. And now you're on the Supreme court, yet women are oppressed and, a. You know, it's like it, you get so confused by how ridiculous these people are. Yet they're uh that this is normal, like that's all normal, and they're allowed to say whatever crazy nonsense they can or want. But in the meantime, if you say, Well, I believe there's only two genders, somehow it's like that's hate, you know, and, and yeah. you're not allowed to do it, you can't have gab, you can't have parlor, truth social. These are all jokes. If you're not on Twitter you know, then you're a joke when you're on a right wing site, like, like parlor. And it's like, well, but it, you know, it's, I don't go on Facebook anymore because it was like literally being shamed for existing. Like it, I saw a video today where it was like, name something good about white men. And there was like, even they're asking white women with their white husbands and say, and they're, the woman is saying like, there's nothing. And the guy is like, <sighs> Yeah, probably. I mean, (laughs) they just agree, and it's like, what is happening right now? And I think it is ultimately, it's an attack on the West. They don't like the idea that Western values are what liberated people from the monarchs and slavery broadly, Um, which is not to say that we're perfect or that the West is perfect, but if you think about what got the United States to where it became the freest country on earth. It was the first country to throw off the shackles of monarchy and theocracy, where it was like, this is a government by the people and for the people, which was a pretty novel idea at the time. And all these people came here seeking the opportunities for a better life and the freedom to do all these things, which has now become, well, I'm just going to come to the United States and say, everybody's racist. The whole thing was built on slavery. You suck. You know, and what the fuck is wrong with all you white people? And it's like, well, I don't know. Should I do that over in uh, Morocco? Should I go to Morocco and be like, this whole place was built because white people did stuff? And you know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't. And, I want, no, your, and I want your shit. Give me your shit. We leave it yeah, I want so. all your shit. And you guys <laughs> suck. And, you know, like. If you hate it so badly, and this is the joke, is like uh, Trump wins, if Bush wins, if Clinton wins, everybody's like, I'm moving to Canada. I'm moving to Canada. Nobody says I'm moving to Mexico. Why? Oh, is it because they're brown? No, 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 it's not because of that. No, you want to go to the white Western (laughs) country of Canada. You don't want to go to the brown Hispanic uh, country of Mexico. Why is that? Will they tell you? They won't tell you. It's because they're fucking
0: racist. And They are. We see it. We, we, we live in this really weird time where if anyone is an African-American and has right wing or conservative views, they're an Uncle Tom or they're racist towards black people themselves. If you have a woman yeah. standing up for rights where um, trans women are involved, they're a sexist and a homophobe. <laughs> we live in a time where gay white men are considered straight adjacent. What the mm-hmm. hell happened in the past 10 years?
1: Oh, I know. I've had that accusation made of me where it was like, I thought I was in a protected class. This was several years ago until somebody said, yeah, but you're white. I was like, "Okay, well, (laughs) I guess I'm out, you know, and I I don't want protected class status. I mean, I'm fine being, you know, whatever. And I would say that because I'm a white man. But I think what you're getting at is is something where it's like if you're a black Person In the United States who's successful and says, well, I don't feel oppressed. And yeah, maybe I do. You know, maybe when I was a young man, I did get looks. But if you look at like a lot of the times when they look at like a, you know, Walter Williams or Larry Elder, you know, some of these black conservative voices will say, well, I don't know, maybe if black people weren't committing, you know, 90% of the crimes You know, at 13 percent of the rate of population, maybe there wouldn't be such a stigma. But you can't even say that. You You know what I mean? And and then there's also the statistics that more white people are shot by police than blacks. And that is even before you separate based on population. So if you even had 50 50 population, white and black, you'd still have a disproportionate number of white people being killed by the police but that is not what they want you to to know and you're right i mean it, it's unfortunate it's like women who stand up for women hate women blacks who stand up for united states hate blacks you know in it and but we're all in this together you understand drew
0: yeah you're all in this together <laughs> uh, unless you deviate from their little pigeonhole that they've got you in but like in the yeah. States, they must throw, you must throw them off completely by being a gay man who doesn't identify with all their, all their views. That must make their head spin. They must know, yeah. not know what
1: to do with it. Well, you, it sounds like you also found the podcast after the Trump and Hillary run where I was, I, I was not a Republican. I'd voted libertarian pretty much my whole life. But when it was Hillary versus Trump, I was like, I am not going to let that fucking witch anywhere near the white house. And I was like, I want Trump to win. I do not want her anywhere near the white house. She's evil incarnate. And, uh, there was these, uh, immigrant Koreans, these South Koreans are married and, uh, they were so mad at me. They're like, but you're gay. You're supposed to like Hillary. And it was like, you know, but this is the kind of thing that doesn't get you in trouble. I'm like, well, you're Korean. You're supposed to eat kittens. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, wouldn't that be, uh, can I not say the same fucking thing? Like, it, 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 I, the, but that's the thing. You're right. I mean, it, you're, it's all supposed to be this cookie cutter. You vote as a block, but that is very much a Democrat thing. Like um, Dave Rubin was saying it the other day, factory settings. Like, it's like, if you are black, you vote Democrat. If you are gay, you vote Democrat. And to a large extent, and I've even had this problem growing up gay, where I see like my gay friends who it's like, they all love, you know, Madonna and Cher, and they all want to talk like this and they all want to dance and they all drink shitty cocktails. And, you know, it's like, but I, it's, you don't have to do that. I think you subscribe to that. Like, like with black, young black men, you don't have to sag your pants. It looks very uncomfortable, you know? I'm And it's not as big as it used to be, but at a certain point, it's like, this is like a uniform that they pass out. You know, like white chicks, like back in the day where they had those Ugg boots, you know, with the furry (laughs) tops and everything. Yeah. It's like spoiled white blonde bitches from the suburbs. Like they all had a uniform, you know, but you don't have to have, like, I've been wearing jeans and a t shirt for the bulk of my life. And you you know, no matter what, what the fashion thing is, it's like, whatever, you know, just. I might look like a fucking troglodyte, but you know what I didn't do? I didn't jump on some goddamn train just to get off and jump back on the other one.
0: Yeah. And it's like they, um, it must be a, a combination of media and society in general pushing these, like you said, these templates on people to be and act a certain way. Like you look at the gay community now compared to even what it was 10, 20 years ago, like, where are all the dudes? It seems like there's a lot of effeminate men now in the gay community. There's no yeah. masculine gay guys anymore that you see, or just normal yeah. people in general.
1: No, They've got this over the
0: top flamboyant wrist stuff going on. Like,
1: why? Well, and even I don't quite really... get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. You take like the Biden, you know, the most diverse administration, which is like they say it's the most diverse, but they don't say it's the most qualified, which, you know, <laughs> it doesn't do anything for diversity. So you're basically saying like, well, you know, it's not really about qualifications, which like makes you think like, does diversity lead to a lack of qualification? You know what I mean? Like, because that's what they're going by more importantly, but who are the gay men who I see in there? Well, it's a gay man who became that trans person who's the health, whatever embarrassment the the gay dude who is bald who wears all the lipstick and steals luggage that was he a nuclear was sam... or
0: something like that
1: yeah he was yeah, like some yeah. big nuclear guy i feel safe with that <laughs> sam whatever britain or whatever his name is there's the other gay guy who is the head of cdc in charge of monkey pox who's like this leather daddy with his fucking weird nipple shit and everything <laughs> like i've never owned any of this stuff but these are the people like these, I, I don't like they are, they seem to be far more interested in baggage and fashion and being gay than they are in like disease prevention or nuclear energy or any of this stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's clear their priorities are not with where we're being told they are, but just to question it, you're somehow fucked up. Like it's, It's to me, it's scary. Like these are the people who are running the place. And I don't think they're running it at all. Like I think there's just enough people in the administrative state who are not letting them completely blow the whole fucking thing to pieces. The inmates
0: are in control of the asylum, and we see these people that at a top level of government have they're in control. The worst part is these people are in control of universities, which is supposed to be the pinnacle of higher learning. I'm going to see a lot of bridges collapse in the future, and a lot of people dying so. needlessly to, in medical related issues, which is already Yo, pretty planes high. Planes going down, all yeah. that shit. crazy yeah. stuff, all because of diversity hiring quota feeling. That's essentially what's happening with the Biden cabinet.
1: But what people will assume is that you're saying that people of color or minorities are stupid. Well, it's like no, it's just like if you said I could be a NASCAR driver tomorrow, I'd be like, fuck yeah, that's awesome. Because I would love to go like 200 miles an hour in a car, but that doesn't make it to where I could do that. Like I would literally require a ton of training, a ton of like it's not for the weak willed and the weak minded. You know, yeah, it would be awesome to drive a NASCAR. Yeah, it would be awesome to be a brain surgeon and make that kind of money. Yeah, it would be awesome to have a lot of that stuff. But that clip that we played on the show with uh, Ian Malcolm from Jurassic Park. You didn't take the time to learn it for (laughs) yourselves. You know, you you saw what other people did and you took the next step. And so they had no respect for what became before it, which is where I think we find ourselves. And they don't want you to know history because that would be bad. They want you to know another history, like 1619, you know, project. And it's cliche to talk about 1984, but like the notion that all the streets were renamed and, you know, the history books were rewritten. I mean, they're literally doing it shamelessly in front of us by tearing down statues and renaming streets and all the other things. Like they want to take George Washington off of schools. I mean, like...
0: Not to mention the digital book burning that's happening on the internet every day. We're lucky there's a way back machine, which you can go back and check these things. And a lot of stuff's within our memory still, but that book burning online is happening all the time. So it's not just the statues, but you're absolutely right. They're rewriting things as they go to suit their narrative.
1: They do the same thing there?
0: Yeah, Um, like Captain Cook um, discovered Australia on behalf of the British, so his statues are everywhere. And because he's a white oppressor, air quotes, his statues have been pretty much removed all around the country.
1: Yeah. Well, and I know you all had the Aboriginal population and so forth. So, I mean, I think every sort of Western country that wasn't born there, but that's the same, I think, in every land everywhere, like even within the United States, which I could speak to a little bit more knowledgeably is that you know they, they portray the Native Americans, the the, the 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 tribes that were here beforehand, were like these peace pipe smoking, you know, and one with nature and all this stuff. Well, there was you know a lot of brutality you know yeah. and yeah there were some peaceful tribes who were like yeah just leave us alone dude we're just going to hang and like live off the land and then what happened would be like they would get stuff live off the land and try to be peaceful and then here would come basically the socialists who were living <laughs> hand to mouth and it was like well we need food tomorrow all right well what do we do there's that tribe over there let's go take what they got you know what i mean and that's what they and it was brutal and so the idea that it's this uniquely white Western thing is absolutely ridiculous. Could it have been done better? Yeah. You know, when I went down to Mexico when I first met my husband and he told me the story about how the Catholics, you know, the Spanish Catholics primarily went down there and was like, you're either going to be Catholic or you're going to die. Like that was basically it. So, it was, you know, and this is the Spanish Inquisition, all that other crazy shit. And what they also did was that they tore down the monuments, like, so the Aztec monuments and the pyramids and all the things that were built, they tore that shit down to build Catholic churches. Now That's a pretty dick move. You know, some of that stuff made it like there's Tulum and Chichen Itza and all these things that are still there. And there's a lot of them all through South America. But at the same time, it wasn't the best way to go about it. But to pretend like it was only white Westerners who did shit like this, like, the biggest, you know, uh, enslavement uh, of the European continent was done by the Arabs. You know what I mean? And they were not, they were not like kind, like the whole idea of the word slave comes from Slavic, which is around, you know, Hungary and Czechoslovakia and all those areas. So it's, and who were they being enslaved by? It was by the Ottoman Empire.
0: Yeah and not to mention that the Irish slaves made up the majority of slaves in in the Americas and most of the western world for the longest time.
1: Yeah they they used to call them the n word too. Yeah, yep. They were not very favorable in the they were not seen favorably here in the United States. I mean a lot of that that's where it was like boy I would have hated to be a racist back then because it would have been really <laughs> hard to tell. Like, well, they're white but I think they're Irish so I probably should hate them. <laughs>
0: They would have had a tone card to match up to make it easy for themselves. They would have to have. <laughs> that and
1: an accent. Yeah, you yeah. have to be like... Uh, but then even then, it's like, everybody had an accent back then. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you would have to be really difficult to be racist back then. So I don't know. But
0: then you take it to the British and they've got social racism where it depends on what class you are. That's what you're pinged down as.
1: Is that how they do it there?
0: Yeah, it's really bad. It depends on what your social standing is. It's almost like a, in India, how they've got the ranking of the different... um groups of indians it's they the caste <laughs> system. Yeah. Like it's like yeah. a caste system for, for white people in England.
1: Well, and it's it's interesting. They have that I'm there's something like that in Indonesia too. I had an Indonesian roommate where it's almost like you can't you there is no getting out of where you are. Like the system is designed to keep you in one place. Where I think one of the reasons why Western countries are sought after by people in other countries, like particularly like India and you know Korea, like especially like you take a North Korean defector or so forth. I mean, they come to the United States because they feel like, oh, I am up. I, there's an upward mobility potential. You know, there's, there are people who come here. I've traveled a lot, you know, and so I get to the United States from travel or I'm traveling within the United States. And the Uber driver happens to be literally an African immigrant. And they are so put together. They're so smart. They love this country and they know more about it than virtually any American you'll ever talk to. And the reason they come here is because they know that their country affords them no opportunities. So they come here for the opportunity and they don't come here going, well, they're going to be racist and I'm just going to get handouts and that's how I'm going to get ahead. They go, I'm going to at least have a chance to succeed. The people who were born here is like, fuck, you pay me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah <You know? laughs> and, and usually they usually don't from well want to families. work
0: they usually from well-off families. they usually from well-off families as well well i mean but yeah trust fund complain. kids well,
1: the, the, somebody was on twitter today i saw bitching about i mean person looked like i couldn't tell like man or woman i would have said maybe woman don't know but they were bitching about how when they were at the mechanics getting their car looked at the person was like hey ma'am how can i help you today and <laughs> the person was on saw tiktok complaining about how they were misgendered and i'm like boy you talk about privilege <laughs> you know what i mean yes. there there are people like my my husband has family on the border of the united states and mexico Eight people live in a one-bedroom house, if you want to call it that. It, it doesn't even... It's on dirt floors. They have five mattresses between them in one bedroom. So I don't know. I don't think they're worried about being misgendered anytime soon.
0: No. And these, generally, a lot of people in the world live hand-to-mouth, paycheck-to-paycheck. That's probably yeah. very, very small anyway. And these people are worried about what they're called. They're still hurt by it's words. It's
1: ridiculous. They talk about privilege like it's unique to white men it's like the fact that you can even talk about privilege at all puts you in a certain status that many people will never ever find themselves near which you know and and our words fall on deaf ears because the people who need to hear this most one will resist it if they have to hear it but two they won't go looking for it they want to be on twitter which is why everybody held like a complete temper tantrum when You know, Elon bought it because, whoa, 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 am I going to have to hear something that isn't already in alignment with everything I believe? Like, this is totally unfair. I mean, meanwhile, people like you and I who are like, well, I'll listen to your dumb bullshit, you know, it's like, we'll listen. We have to listen to it. But as soon as we say, well, but, you know, it's like, hate, hate, you hate.
0: It's like, it's the screeching, the high pitched screeching that you see.
1: That's what comes out of it. It's all screeching,
0: isn't it? So
1: we well, I look- dude, I just wish I could get away. Like honestly, it's like if I could just, Texas and people are talking about it, it's on the legislative docket. Texas is talking about seceding and I hope they do. I want them to. I want to, i I want to support it. I do support <laughs> it. I've got the magnets. I paid my dues. You know what I mean? Like I want out. You
0: know what? I think America's going that way very fast. There's going to be a balkanization as far as I'm concerned. You might have uh, new california republic you might have a new york as their own independent nation state and you probably have a whole lot of little states in the middle that might merge together into their own little nations but i think the divide is so big in america and we see it there more than what we do in australia unfortunately australia is like 90 percent socialist it's never going to change but mm-hmm. the states is so polarized to the point where i don't think it's going to vote its way either way and solve itself and balance out it's going to get to a point where there's going to have to be succeeding states and creating new countries,
1: I hope so, yeah, there's a push, and it's been going on for a while, but uh Idaho and Washington State, because you've got Portland, which is a hundred percent you know i mean you've heard mm-hmm. by seeing the pictures, you know that that's where they had all this craziness with black lives matter like it was such a beautiful place, but it's become you know, it's like they've legalized drug use. Like it's, it's piss and shit and drugs and people dying. Like these are the places where they don't have enough room in the morgues. You know, they have to shit, bring in like refrigeration trucks because there are people dying at such a pace that, you know, from OD that, you know, and and the people in Eastern Washington state are like, why are we pay Like all the money goes to the Capitol and the Capitol distributes like Washington, D.C., You know, all the biggest companies and the biggest salaries, all right around that central area where we're all sending our money for these rich assholes to lie to us and take it. You know, the the greater Idaho movement is saying, okay, well, we'll take East Washington if you guys don't want to be a part of Washington. And it's, I think it's going to be voted on here soon. The, the, what I hear about it keeps on becoming more and more. So I, I I don't know enough about it to be able to speak, you know, confidently, but I know that I just saw something else about it where it's like, they're moving to like, we're not going to be a part of Washington state. We're going to be called greater Idaho. And it's still going to be 50 States. It's just going to be Washington state is going to be mostly Portland. Wait, no, no, that would be Oregon, Seattle. So it'd be Seattle. Whatever it is. They're all fucked.
0: (laughs) <laughs> do you think that do you think that the powers that'll be will allow that because naturally that would start to overlap um voting zones and could dictate where certain elections might swing to do you think that the the will of the people actually override that or will the powers that be just quash it at some level?
1: I think they're gonna want to try um obviously they're gonna say it's racist, all that stuff I mean all the regular stuff but the 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 problem with that is that everybody is starting to see through that at least anybody who's paying attention and who actually gives a shit even people who would benefit from all the race baiting bullshit. So I think plenty of, you know, black, immigrant, hispanic people are going, you know what, not everything can be racist and this is ridiculous now. So I think they've overplayed that hand. So I think they will try to do it and I think part of it yeah will be for the practical purposes of voting blocks but i think it's going to look really bad if they come town come down too heavy on it because i think you could get away with it like during the civil war you know where everything came from newspapers or word of mouth and most people were just minding their own business anyway but nowadays i think to your point where it's like if you're looking at it from where you sit and you see how bifurcated we all are like i feel that i don't feel like i'll ever get along with some of the people i see on tiktok and some of the friends i've had in my life where like they hate nazis but they love supporting ukraine it's like i cannot there will never be a point where i'll be like oh you understand things you and i see eye to eye we should you know what i mean it's and it's not like i hate them but at the same time they want to take my money and give it to ukraine while people in ohio are living under a mushroom cloud
0: they, they justify things through high levels of mental gymnastics and it's crazy. It's it's to a level that I could never actually understand because it's so it's so ridiculous. The these ideas, like you said, they can be against Nazis and want to go out and punch Nazis, but they're actively supporting a country that has an Azores battalion.
1: Yeah, it, it well, and they're not sense. even very gay friendly, and they talk about fascism. and Desantis wants to ban books. It's like, no, he wants to ban books that talk about like kids having sex with each other. You know, for fifth graders and below like, oh, how evil what a book burning fascist. Oh, I don't know. Zelensky has banned every other political party and all news outlets that are not owned by him and his buddies like. there's fascism for sure but you know you're looking in all the wrong places and even if it was staring you right in the face you'd be like yeah but that's my fascism i like (laughs) that fascism right so it's if i shut down all speech that i disagree with on twitter that's not fascist that's me just being you know like we're just i don't know like getting rid of hate or something
0: protecting the community that's what that is So we've got this stuff going on in America. What do you see is going to happen globally within the West? Like looking at what's happening in Europe at the moment, there's clearly a means and an effort to try and kickstart a war with Russia on a bigger scale. Is Ukraine going to be just another proxy war? Or do you think it's going to escalate?
1: It's going to be difficult for them to tuck their tail between their legs and say, yeah, well, we messed this one up. I'm talking about the West, like Europe. United States, all that, I think this is part of the reason why you saw all that smokescreen around the Seymour Hersh article coming out is because should it be that the United States blew up the Nord Stream pipeline, which probably is, I mean, anybody with half a brain thought that that was the case from the get-go, and now with Seymour Hersh reporting it. It seems almost like, a, a, you know, 100%. So if if that turns out to be the case... Maybe there's a PR um, way that they can spin this to where it doesn't look really bad that they give Russia something. But I have a feeling that they're going to either have to give Russia something or it'll be the pride becomes before a fall thing where – and the unfortunate part being it it could risk global thermonuclear war, which is a big problem. I mean they have – it's tomorrow is the – uh, rage against the war machine in the in washington dc with lots of people from all political stripes uh, marching on washington to protest the war because it's like we can fight about social security and medicare for all and everything else but if we're all you know dead under a nuclear cloud what's the point and so you have all these factions coming together which is admirable but yeah the i mean the united states clearly doesn't care how many ukrainians have to die how much money europe has to spend how many people will freeze to death like this is insidious and like we were talking about at the beginning like it's just a tuesday like they don't care they and they it's all about power it's all about control and for people who don't know like you know russia once they you know once the soviet union dissolved there were There was some conversation about them joining EU or potentially getting into NATO and everything else. Like, wouldn't that be amazing if we were all sharing resources on the planet for the benefit of everybody in the spirit of true competition and capitalism? People think that we live under a capitalist society. We don't. You know, this is all like turf wars amongst gangsters. You know, and and I don't know. I mean, I would like to think cooler heads will prevail, but unfortunately we've got a bunch of pup playing, you know, trannies running the United States military, and they will literally blow up you know the Nord Stream pipeline, putting tons of pollution out into the air because you know, Greta Thunberg, I know it's cliche, you see the memes, it's not not an original thought by me. But you know, it's like the their selective outrage on this stuff where it's like The United States, in an act of terror, in an act of war against Russia, threw all this stuff out into the air, blamed it on Russia because that makes no sense at all. And yet we're all going to look the other way, no matter how expensive gas gets, no matter how much we betray the people of Europe. Still, Putin has to give, you know, give everything, including Crimea, which was not taken by force. It was voted you know, they voted in a referendum to be a part of Russia after the 2014 coup, which the United States was also behind. So it's like just at what point can I can my country just like sit back, smoke a cigarette and go, what are we going to do today and not have it be something horrible?
0: <laughs> no, the um, the uh, Trey Parker, and Matt Stone movie, World Police kind of puts it into perspective of how the states have kind of been intervening in world affairs for the past 20, 30 years, really well and then a cartoon it's sums
1: it up better than very well else. very well and caitlin um caitlin johnstone wrote something the other day about this about how with the balloons getting shot down it was like they're basically like yosemite sam just like shooting balloons out of the sky just because now all of a sudden they looked weak so now it's just like shoot all the balloons so I don't know if I answered your question about what happens geopolitically and in Europe, but I, I do hope that cooler heads prevail. And I do hope we played this on the last show that in Germany, like they're starting to go, hey, I don't know, this Seymour Hirsch thing seems like we should be talking. So I think that the voices are out there. You know, there are voices of reason out there. So hopefully at a certain point, you know, these people find some capacity for shame, you know, and 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 and. An, at least a nominal sense of a commitment to truth but they they are so far flung from it like i don't understand and the amount of people who just go with it because it's their team is just astounding to me like there are no principles to stand on anymore like they're not even against war as long as it's like a war they like i mean they were all anti-war during bush i remember i was with them and then Obama gets in and they're like, we love one. It's so great. And it's what's never gone back. It's fine, Joe. They've got the pride flags on
0: the side of Abrams tanks now. So they're all inclusive.
1: That's all it takes. Dude, you get a couple of trannies in the military and all, and we're all good. It's it's, go. it's nuts the
0: connection of the Bidens to Ukraine, though, especially if you take into consideration the Nord Stream's all but been proven to be a US strike. That competitor pipeline that ran through Ukraine and the energy board that... Joe Biden's son sat on, Hunter, mm-hmm. he would have made stupid amounts of money with that pipeline being taken out.
1: Yeah, with the Burisma, you mean? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, the whole thing is just ridiculous. I mean, you get, and and all the people who were, look at Trump's kids, Trump's kids did this, Trump's kids did that. The Hunter Biden stuff is not real first, and then <laughs> it comes out to be real, and then everybody quickly moves a hundred percent to well i didn't vote for hunter biden and then you know it's like well he's not the president and all this other stuff and it's like there is so much there there where like the guy is a hundred percent unqualified none of what i'm saying is new but it, it like the the notion that these people could look the other way joe biden is having sex with his 11 year or showering with his 11 year old daughter um You know, he's he's the big guy in all these deals with China and Ukraine and all this other stuff like his crackhead son is getting gifted shit from the Chinese, from the Chinese Communist Party, all this other stuff. Ukraine has got him on a no show job that he gets all this money from. Joe Biden is saying, son of a bitch, that, you know, I got the guy fired because they were looking into Burisma for corruption because Ukraine, surprise, has always been a very corrupt country. And so the quid pro quo and all this other stuff, like it is so 100% flipped of what is actually going on and what they're accusing. It's that rules for radical Solinsky tactics thing to such an ex- an extreme that I don't know how we ever get back. You know what I mean? Like we are so far, you know, into topsy turvy world. Like that's why I'm just like, just go. You have it. Whatever. You know what I mean? Like I don't even want to try to fix it anymore. I just I'd be like, you broke it. It's all fucked up. Go ahead and have it. Just don't fuck me up. You know what I mean? Like for, you know, from a Texas perspective, being in Texas, it's like, you know what? You guys fucked all that up. We just don't want to send any more money to you. Leave us alone. Okay? We'll do our best down here. Yeah, it's And a leave, I, and I think, think that that's not situation. enough for them. What's no, that? it's a leave me the fuck alone situation. Let me live my life. But they won't let you. They won't let us. They won't let anybody. And it's like, if, uh, it's like you, they're going good. They're going to take us all down with them. And they're not going to even listen to us if we say, well, but well, we don't want to go down. Like, yeah, but we we need to go down. Like, down where? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> where are they going? Like, honestly, where are they going? What are they going to get? You know what I mean? Like, I usually I can see an end game. I think power and control is definitely what governments want, and what like these rich oligarch dicks want. But at a certain point, like you take a Nancy Pelosi, like how much fucking more money do you need, bitch? (laughs) I mean, are you a public servant? No, you're not. You're not. I, I, it's a, it's obscene. Sorry, I'm drinking soda water. It's obscene the level of uh, just like wealth and uh, debauchery that happens here in the United States. I don't know that it gets that bad anywhere else. These people are making money hand over fist, just fucking the people over regularly and killing people all along the way. Oh, it and happens it's never enough. I'll give, you e- it
0: happens I'll give
1: you an example.
0: Our previous government was just voted out. And our previous health minister just got put on the board of uh, Monash University, one of our largest universities in Australia, who just so happens to be building the mRNA vaccine facility in Victoria. So he's on the board for that as well. So, as a bureaucrat for 40, 50 years, then gets these cushy positions outside of government. It's a gravy train of government money and inside trading that never ends for these people.
1: Yeah, they live in the well. It's good life. to know. I guess it's not much different there than anywhere else. No, it's it's the same everywhere. I'm sure, but I think
0: America just does it really well. I think Australia, they seem to try I'm, and at least cover it up.
1: They go bit. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, that Jimmy Dore says that a lot. It's like people think that like you know they know that politicians are corrupt but they don't know that it's like obscene corrupt like it's like ridiculous corrupt you know and and but they like hide it there's a veneer but they could see it in other countries like you could see it clearly in like mexico for example you could see it like it's on the surface but here like it's so much more corrupt but it's all shining or so, somehow it's it's allowed to remain shiny and under the guise of it's a, it's a they're abusing the history of the United States, um, and pretending as though there's some kind of no, like I am not proud of what Joe Biden represents in this country. I'm not prou- like I wanted to be proud of the presidency and of the government and everything, but at a certain point along the way, I'm 44 years old. I'm just like, this is not like whatever is happening anymore, it's not good. Like, these people don't believe in anything. Like, what do they believe in at all? I don't know the way you Well, what do they believe in? I don't know what it is. I would say that maybe Obama did Bush, probably not so much like he was like another gangster. Like, I just want to run shit like I just want more oil and everything. Obama maybe less so, I don't know. I can't I I can't tell anymore. All I know is that it doesn't feel like we're heading in anywhere good of a direction. Like I I I wouldn't be able to say here's what America stands for. Yeah, other I'd, than like yeah, I'd agree. it's very <laughs> it's very
0: hard to pinpoint those um political policies anymore. They all kind of blend into one and the parties seem to flip and switch between what they stand for and don't stand for on a week to week basis. Yeah. Going back to your last show, where we had—I think it was a previous show, actually—there was the artist who said that she just wants to get paid, and she was screaming, uh-huh. going off her trop, going troppo over yeah. it. I'm an art teacher, and I know that both Mike and you went to art school. Does it piss you off that a large group of artists are so high strung and want government money? They want the gimmies all the time.
1: Because there's a lot of talented people like that that's try so... their ass off. And then you got these artists kind of ruin it for everyone. That's what's so hilarious to me about the communists is that they're like, they all think that when communism comes and, you know, we're all, all the whatever, we're all equal, each according to our need, each according to our ability. Somehow all the communists are all going to be artists. You know what, <laughs> what I mean? Like no one's going to have to like sow the fields and build the bridges and everything else it's like all the biggest communists are all going to be artists and they're all amazing artists because but that's (laughs) the problem is that like value is subjective until it's not like you know art is definitely subjective but value is not subjective when it comes to is there a meal in your mouth today like there's a value (laughs) and so that's the thing is that the communists it's like well i'm something someone else is gonna you know grow the grains and make the bread and everything else i'm just gonna make the pretty pictures because that's what communists <laughs> think like it's just like this unrealistic thing but art is hard it's not easy and it is subjective and if people don't like it you like that woman that you're talking about she's like i should get paid this is capitalism i want my money i think that's the woman <laughs> yeah, you're talking it. about. yeah. <laughs> so it's like yeah it's capitalism but if people don't want to pay you for your art i'm sorry. Like. You can't force them to. like. They don't value it. They're not going to buy it. Love, sorry. This was from Atlanta. Is an artist in Atlanta. And I thought it was great. And I saw it at a bar where his work was. And I bought it. You know what I mean? like. And I didn't have to buy it. And it wasn't like I have that money just sitting around all the time. I could use that money on a lot of things. But I liked it. It went with my other art so i bought it like yeah. is her art out there in that way you know what i mean Art is what the, eye of the is. beholder.
0: i think you're right you nailed it these people seem to think that one day they're all going to be on canvases painting in the red square somewhere and someone's just <laughs> going to walk up and give them a bag of potatoes for their hard work it
1: doesn't yeah. work like that you actually yeah, have right, to hustle right. as an artist do they right and do they like are they, how does that even work under communism do they It's like, okay, well, Susan, the artist, like you're going to come over to my house and do a mural on my kid's bedroom because, uh, you know, we are expecting a baby. And like, do they just say yes, because it's communism? I'm sure they're like, well, but I got to watch, you know, what I like. They're going to be at the bell and beck and call of whoever in communism. Right. Like you don't get to decide at that point because your commitment to the community is that everybody does what they are there to do at whatever time that takes. Turns out it always happens to be at the barrel of a gun and it's always like (laughs) whatever food you can get and you might not get any, but at least you, you know, died quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I mean, that's the thing is it's like nobody's been able to paint a picture of how this actually works. People are like, well, communism won't be corrupt. It's like, well, somebody's got to manage this, and and I played that clip with, uh, you know, where it's like, well, who are these angels you think who are going to be the administrative uh, members who pass these these all out? Like, they're not. There are no. There's. There at no point will become an organization that is incorruptible.
0: That's right. People are the ones that are, are easily corrupted. So any organization, in essence, can be corrupted.
1: Yeah. So you can't put a you, you can't just take a bunch of money from the community and expect that. So you have 100 people in the community and you get five of them together and you're going to say like, OK, well, the of those five, they're not me. There's five people who aren't me. So there's 95 people all out of here. They're going to do this and decide for the rest of us. And we're just going to go, oh, yeah, they did that for sure. Right and And then you see somebody's got a little bit more, you know what I mean? like at a certain point, you're just like, whoa, you know it it is a hundred percent corruptible, and that's why it's like if you take it in onto yourself and you you make it your responsibility from the top down, then you have that ownership. It's the give Amanda fish Teach Amanda Fish thing. It's like if you buy your own laptop or bicycle or whatever versus someone gives it to you, you take better care of those things. We know this from growing up, from being kids, you know, any good parent teaches you that if you want a puppy, you need to take care of it. You know what I mean? Like you can't just get the puppy and mom is going to take care of it. I'm sure that happens all the time, but you understand. It's like if you get a toy and you were, and you break it, and then they don't give you a toy and all you do is bitch, it's like, what, what did you expect? But that is the thing. It's like, they want a toy, they break the toy, then they want another toy and you don't give it to them and now you, you're a racist and you hate them or you're a bigot or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> well, no, you, you, you showed no appreciation for the thing you had. And now all you're doing is lashing out.
0: It's the spoiled kid analogy, definitely, where like you might have to do your chores as a kid to get the PlayStation or the Nintendo, whatever you have. And then the kid next door gets it cracks it, smashes the the game because they lost and then they get a new one the next week. And yeah. it just keeps feeding it. And society's done a really good job of harnessing that in the left, in the socialist left in particular. They keep giving them things even though they keep failing tremendously. They fail all the time socially and they keep getting propped up for it.
1: That is the best way to do it though. Is you <laughs> you get, I mean, we see it in the corporate world all the time. I've seen it my whole career where people it's like they fuck something up and then they get moved into a better place. This happens in government all the time. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you, you, you totally botched that, but here you go. Like mayor Pete, you know, booty just, it's like, he's got nothing right. And yeah, he should be held accountable. And if anybody could be a good fall guy, it would be him. It's like, just fire him. Like it would be good, but you can't because he's gay and it's a diversity hire and all this other stuff. So it doesn't matter how much he fucks up. Same with Karen Jean-Pierre, the press secretary. She's completely retarded. And it's not because she's black. It's just because she's fucking retarded. And she, you know, the most important thing in the world is diversity, not success, not, you know, results, nothing. It's none of the None of the stuff that in the private sector, like I get measured on, like I could go all I could go to work all day and produce nothing and I will be fired. Right. But if they go to work all day and do the opposite of producing nothing and produce something bad, they get to stay, they get promoted, they get, you know what I mean? And it's like you're supposed to champion and cheer for these fucking people. It's the most bizarre shit in the world. And that's the other thing is a lot of these people, especially on the left, they've never had jobs. Bernie Sanders has never had a job. Joe Biden has never had a job. These people have never held real jobs. It's, and they want to lecture us on how much is fair to have and how much is, you know, how much do we owe the rest of the world? How much do you owe the rest of the world? Your son was making 80 grand a month for not showing up to work. What's his fair share? You know, you, you got 100 billion going to Ukraine to get poured back into the weapons the contractors. And now I just saw today they're going to give them retirement accounts. Did you see this? Oh, no, tell me about it. So the United States Joe Biden is talking about making sure that there are retirement incomes for uh people in Ukraine
0: but there's no retirement incomes for the majority of Americans. That's going to go down like a lead fart.
1: <laughs> Dude, so I I mean I honestly think that I mean I know that it's super you know conspiracy theory. I think the, the ever I think the whole fucking political elite are run by a bunch of pedophiles. I don't think I mean I say it on our big mouth all the time. It's like, how many fucking pedophile friends do you have? Because it seems like everybody in government and high corporate, you know, positions, they all have pedophile friends. I don't think I've ever met a pedophile in my entire life. You know what I mean? And if I have that, they've kept it from me and I've never been made aware of it since. Right. So it's not like I know a pedophile, knew a pedophile. I may have met one and didn't know. But this has never happened. Somehow all these people have pedophile friends and have hung out with them on the regular.
0: Yeah, there's right? there's, there's two basis points for the political elite or, or the uh, the elites of the world in general for like big business. Two things they all have in common. There's a high statistical anomaly of pedophilia and of a certain ethnicity. That is undeniable to notice. Okay.
1: Yeah, I wasn't going to go to that, but yeah, there's there's a little of that too. Um, But so that the idea being, though, that the reason why why anyone will put up with these charades and this kind of mass corruption is because I think especially with Joe Biden, who is like he doesn't even hide it. Like, I don't know if you saw that clip of him like sniffing up the boys back. Did you see that
0: clip? Yeah, there's a whole lot of sniffing ones going around at the moment. There's a whole lot of
1: sniffing ones, but there's this one where there's like this two year old boy up on his dad and Joe Biden just runs his nose up his spine. And it's the most disgusting, weird thing in the world. But I think they've got so much, you know, evidence of him and his whole family, his son, Hunter being just disgusting, you know, sadistic pedophiles and weirdos that I think that he like has to give them everything. And I think that it extends into like the Mitch McConnell's and the Lindsey Graham's of the world. All the people who are the loudest for fighting for Ukraine, they probably have like the the craziest shit on these people. And and I don't want to believe it, but it's like, what would it take for me to sell out my entire country you know, uh, in such an absurd way, is it? A, it's I don't want my wife and the whole world to find out that not only am I a hundred percent a fraud, but I'm also a pedophile. You yeah, know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and that's what I was leading to before. Where there's clearly there's a lot of issues where these elites and higher ups have friends that are, are pedophiles or pederasts. But I think America's in a situation where you're definitely the military branch of Israel. Yeah, a lot of American. Yeah. Um, politicians are co-opted and owned so could that be the the purpose in which these politicians are owned are these um intelligence agencies out of israel do they have the dirt on all these people and just tell them you know you're going to do what we say or it gets dumped on the public
1: well if you think about it you have Galen Maxwell's father who was intelligence Galen Maxwell yeah he was Mossad Galen Maxwell likely Mossad uh Jeffrey Epstein likely Mossad I mean these people make it's these are very open secrets about like there are a lot of different organizations with uh, who work in support or defense of israel who actively brag about what they do to manipulate wikipedia and other you know platforms for communication and it's all to control a narrative and yeah you like the whole notion of to learn who rules over you you know see who it is you can't criticize you know and and more and more it's widening but it always has been Israel you're not allowed to criticize Israel and you're definitely not allowed to criticize trannies and you're not allowed to criticize the gays and blacks and everything else so it's like they're cutting off little slivers of this power dynamic just so that fewer people will actually question Israel and the oligarchy generally but I thought that for years that it was almost like yeah feel like a lot of this seems to not benefit the united states it's almost like the united states is like the muscle the goon you know with this tiny weasel israel and i don't mean any offense Uh, obviously everybody says it's anti-semitic to criticize israel i don't think it is i think israel does some really terrible shit and anybody who's seen that map that shows where now the Gaza Strip is like, what, maybe 8% of what the original Palestine mm-hmm. was in, what, 60 years? Like, that's, I mean, that's not nothing.
0: No. And, you like know? That, and like you said, the government and the control hierarchy of Israel aren't necessarily the Jewish people. And that no. entity itself is doing some pretty hard shit worldwide.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I remember seeing, I mean, you can, and you can see this a lot. Who is a mint press? news so is a really good job of kind of showing the dirty underbelly of Israel and they are pretty ruthless like they and they have no problems like you can find the footage of them talking about Palestinians like they're just cattle they're animals they're worse than cattle cattle at least you can you know raise into like you can farm and everything else but Palestinians they're just they're they're like rodents to these people that's why they bulldoze their houses that's why they don't give a shit And it's horrific the way they treat people, and which is not to say that the United States, when they go in and occupy these countries, just a lot of people do similar things. And it's horrific there, too. None of it is to excuse any of the idea that it's like this is a planet made up of human beings that it uh, like the good among us all think like, let's do our best to live in harmony. Yeah, we can use fossil fuels. Let's look for ways to do renewables, you know. We need gas. Let's not kill each other over it. Let's try to find the best way. If Russia wants to drill and the United States wants to drill, why do we have to fight over it? And if Iran wants to nationalize their oil fields, why don't they get to do that? And if Venezuela does, why don't they get to do that? Well, it's always been the same story. You can't have bananas, you know, in South America without the United States coming in and becoming the banana cartel, the banana republic This is where we get it from. Is because it's not enough for you to be able to produce your own wealth. Like somebody has to control it somehow. And it's mafiaist tactics to say it's exclusive to the West. I don't know. Maybe we do it better, but it's not like we weren't doing it. The first slave traders out of Africa were black enslavers selling black slaves. So, you know, it's like, it's not a of a hundred percent clear picture. So I wish people didn't try to make it that simple. It would be really nice if we realized like there's a bunch of criminals who want to insert themselves into every aspect of our lives and we'll kill to make sure we don't point the finger in the right direction. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> To close out the show, I know you've already said you don't want to try and solve the world's issues, but let's pretend in 2024 you're the Joe that makes it into the Oval Office. You (laughs) make it to presidency. What would the first three things you do to solve America's problems, if you could?
1: I would pull every military base out of commission and all the troops back home i would end the federal reserve and then i would dissolve the presidency and washington dc those were the first three three things i would do
0: sounds like it would work
1: wouldn't it right you just just get rid of the. those are the problems it's you got the you can't pay for the war machine without the federal reserve and the only reason why they have the Federal Reserve is because of these goddamn criminals in D.C. Get rid of the criminals. Take them one at a time. you it. it. You're
0: going to get your real name on the ballot paper and not have Joe Biden. And we need to vote in a real Joe, a Joe that will bring
1: change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, there's talk of this Dave Smith guy. You're familiar? Yeah, I've heard Part of, of him. the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he uh, did like this hostile takeover of the Libertarian Party in the United States and um not hostile hostile but basically came up with enough of the delegates did all the political sort of maneuvering to take it away from the soy boys who are running the libertarian party here in the United States and he was talking about running for president and while they don't have a whole lot of chance of winning just having those voices in the room sometimes happens to be enough because let's face it people like you and I we are in an echo chamber it's unfortunate because we are to be attacked by the white blood cells. Unfortunately, it's again, it's topsy-turvy world. The white blood cells are defending themselves against the vitamins, <laughs> you know, that would heal their body, which is, I you don't know. I don't know how much longer you have, but I, I was talking to my brother yesterday. He He's not on Instagram anymore, but I was going to send him an Instagram story and I've been sober for almost two months. And somebody on Instagram had a story where they were saying, being red pilled is like being at a bar with your friends sober. Like everybody at the bar is looking at you as though there's something wrong with you, but you're the one looking around going, why is everyone acting like they're 12 years old and stupid, you know? And that like, that's the, it's, it's the same thing. It's like, if you're sober in a room full of drunks and they're drunk all the time and you're sober, it's the same as being red pilled in a world full of blue pilled people. Like, at what point do you, like, do you, do you fight or do you just like, and then the bouncer is going to throw you out of the bar because you're sober. You know what I mean? Like, that's like, that's the world we live in. Like, how do, what do you do? Yeah. You hit the nail on the head. That's a good
0: analogy. Spot on. And congratulations. It wasn't mine. I
1: away. wish I had to come up with it. It was like, this guy was like, I don't know. Cause it's not often that I'm sober, but at the same time it's like when you are red pilled, it is frustrating, but at a certain point, you just kind of throw your hands up and be like, go ahead, be stupid.
0: It, at some point, you just have to leave the bar <laughs> and you're in accord, don't you? Not to not participate.
1: And the problem is, though, is they're going to make you pay for their drinks. Yeah, and they'll follow you out. <laughs> and they're going <laughs> to... They'll throw you out, then follow you out. But yeah, it's like, it's a mess. But nice. Nah, I mean, I'm there was one thing. I don't know how much time you have. I yeah, sent you going. a link. I wanted to ask yeah, about sure. it. It's in the chat. Let me open it up. you got to tell me about this woman because i don't know much about her let me have a look oh yes our gender
0: equality ambassador
1: oh that's what that is
0: yes um an american expat who is all about strengthening australia's position on a worldwide stage for gender inclusiveness and women's rights but have you seen her eyes they are so demonic
1: that's what I'm saying. Is I saw this and I was like, first of all, it looks like a skeletal man.
0: Yes. Sh- I, if you if you ever have a look at my Instagram, I put up a a photoshopped image of her as Murphy from Robocop because it looks so identical.
1: Oh, that You're that is so right on the money, isn't it? Yeah. Now wife. that you mention it, I'm looking headline. at the picture while you're saying it. It's a uh, it's totally him
0: it is a very strange state of affairs in australia that's for sure okay well you got one of ours yeah we got one of yours and then congratulations
1: australia. you can keep her
0: uh, we can't send her back
1: Yeah. Sure. keep Him. it well, i don't care Z-Zim. z Whatever, 36 zim 36 yeah.
0: genders they want to go by but it's interesting they that, that whole speech she gives and presenting herself not once mentions men Every other Why would gender you? under the sun, but, you know, men, you can't have those. They're dangerous and toxic.
1: So. You know, what's kind of unfortunate is I always saw Australia as like the rugged end of the West, you know, where there were sort of the soy boy kind of section of the United States for my entire existence. And again, I'm 44. I always saw Australia as like, that's not a knife. This is a knife, like tough leather, crocodile wrestling. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it almost the, sounds like you guys have a soy boy issue more than we do.
0: We do for the most part, because we're so underpopulated compared to the rest of the world. It is like that everywhere, but our capital cities, our capital cities have like 90% of the population per state and all the regional areas of are those rough and tumble places. Like where I live, you wouldn't think it's in the same state as what our capital is. It's a completely different dynamic. What really? you would consider our outside areas are red or conservative. And the main cities would be, um, would be your equivalent of a blue. Left wing
1: okay capital. yeah yeah it's similar like san antonio is a lot less than like austin austin is like super soy san antonio is like it's soy but then as soon as you get outside this area it's like the fucking soy <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, i had i had that i've got a few mates who live in texas who are podcasters and i was thrown by the idea that dallas is like a left-wing
1: Center, and it that is
0: parts, and even Austin is going that way. It just blows my mind. You think of Texas, Austin's theater,
1: very far away.
0: a root and toot cowboy place, but it's not.
1: No, Austin in particular has gotten to be real bad. There are bumper stickers that say, Don't California my Texas, because, and even my neighbor shamelessly says, I'm here to turn it purple. Mm-hmm. And I was like, But you ruined California. She's from LA. And it's like, Well, I mean, there's a lot of things going on there. And I was like, Yeah, but. <laughs> you came here you know what i mean that, like that wasn't that yeah. wasn't real communism we're trying to do it right here it's never real communism And she's like well socialism's different than communism and it's like eh.
0: yeah it's the, the the doormat to communism that's what it is
1: it's a- <laughs> that's a great way to put it yeah it's the it's the rainbow welcome rug right in front of the red door to uh <laughs> you know getting thrown up against the wall jesus
0: well this has been a great conversation joe i'd love to have you back again in the future at some point if you want to of course Um, where would where would people find you what would you like to plug
1: i uh i would just say go to our big dumb mouth uh stuff obdmpod.com where you can find us at i do fox and friends at uh um uh on instagram and you'll see me tangential on our big to mouth but the big place to put me, to, to find anything that i do is on there now i don't i used to do a lot more but i don't and i appreciate it. i i've made this very difficult for you so i appreciate you <laughs> accommodating for all of my bullshit i'm i'm hoping i didn't disrupt your sunday too too uh dramatically no
0: i had to have you on one of my favorite podcasters out there so everyone go out listen to obdm it's the best podcast in the game you want any kind of info in America, go listen to it. Talk about Arby's. <laughs> Pooh And, and Chuck Chucky e. Cheese. It might take <laughs> one or two listens to get into it, but it's well and truly really worth it.
1: Awesome. Yeah, I, I like it. I hope everybody else does too. It's been good talking with you. Good to meet you.
0: Yeah, nice to meet you too, mate. Catch you next time.
1: All right. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs> Hey, everybody, it's closing time. You don't got to go home, but you can't stay here.